Welcome to the virtual church with Reverend Prosper Asamoah. Reverend Prosper Asamoah is the senior pastor of Victory Bible Church International, Love Sanctuary Takradi, where Jesus is exalted and his love demonstrated. Now, the sermon. For some time, I've been watching and I've been watching as a pastor must watch over my sheep. America Kenya, now that me so free or the mushroom guancuno. And I've realized that sometimes when we come to church, some of us don't know the significance of some of the things we do in church. And so I've taken upon myself that once in a while I'll pick one church activity and I'll explain the spiritual basis, the biblical basis why we do it, the importance and the benefits so that we will do it with understanding. We are a church that believes in the whole gospel. For the whole scriptures. And so we must make sure that we walk according to what the scripture says. Hallelujah. Amen. When we come to church, we don't do anything just because that's how people do it or that's how it is done in church. So we do it because the Bible says so and then we, we improve it and we must do it. If you do anything based on the word of God, God comes in and then he answers you. We take communion, we take offering, we do praise and worship, we pray, we hear the word. But we must understand why we do these things, especially things that are not directly the word of God or prayer. We know word, we know prayer. But there are other things that we are a bit, when we are doing it, we are there, we are waiting for, for the word. Or we are waiting for something, for communion. Or we are waiting. Today, I want to tackle one of those things so that we can understand it and do it well and get all the benefits thereof. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I'll talk briefly on access to power through worship. Access to power through worship. When we come to church and we are doing praise and worship, some people participate and some people just watch. But today, I hope that the couple of scriptures I'll read and the explanation I'll give will help you not to just be observers, but, be, but participate in what we do. Amen. Access to power through worship. Worship is going to God and telling him 
who he is and praising him, bow before him, meditating in your heart, exhorting him in your heart and with your words. And sometimes it involves dancing before him. Sometimes it involves just being quiet. Sometimes it involves various things. But it is an important element of our Christian life. Yeka osora oni de erukwe razenim na erusoro no wanya ono raze oye na ya ojude isa wonenim oya ojude itazisu wonenim nzama pina okikase nya ni nyara oya sor na yekwe razenim a damazin na yeye sometimes we lift up our hands oya ye peja hianin sa sometimes we shout oya so ye tiem sometimes we sing oya so ye tonjom and various forms our hearts will determine whether we are worshiping or not God lives in an atmosphere of worship. He lives in an atmosphere of worship. So when there is worship, he arrives, his presence is there. And when God is at a place, his power is also available. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll give you a couple of stories in the Bible. True stories, of course, in the Bible. And then we'll see how the power of God. These are very popular, common stories. There was a time that the king of Judah, you know, at one point, the, Israel was divided into two. We had Judah and we had Israel. Okay. Ten tribes from Judah and then two tribes from Ten tribes from Israel and two tribes from Judah. But they are all, they all came from Egypt. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, but this was a king of Judah. He was called Jehoshaphat. Second Chronicles chapter 2, verse. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, and with them some of the Meonites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. So some three kingdoms came to fight the people of Judah. And these were three kingdoms that were surrounded to come and fight them. They were afraid. So they went to God in prayer. And they fasted and prayed and God gave them a solution. Give them a country. The direction that he gave them they should worship him. When they go to the battlefront, they should get the singers to lead and sing and worship him. This serious battle, three nations against you, this was a great obstacle before them, something they didn't know what to do. But God said, worship me. 
I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I I Chapter, the same chapter 20, verse 22 and 23. He says, And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, that's the Ammonites, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were routed. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Manseh, they all helped to destroy one another. Hallelujah. On Sine, a Razi share more Bermude. When you want to dam a hint of a saying, when you want home, a queen in Hujako, now we're two hundred sour seven one. Now one so a caca one boom, when you want home queen. This is a popular story. If you've been reading your Bible or you've been going to church for a while, you'll have heard it some. Hallelujah. When they were worshipping God, then God set confusion among their enemies. The enemies started fighting against themselves. Hallelujah. When we come to church, we pray. But there's another aspect of prayer, the higher level of prayer. I believe it's a higher level of prayer. It's where we worship God. We lift his name up in our hearts and with our mouth. We Say who he is. Who we believe he is to us. Truly, truthfully. Just telling him and exhorting him. As we do that, he, he descends. And when he descends into our midst, he is able to create confusion in the camp of our enemy. So when we come to church, it is here, and these wonderful people come and stand there to lead us in praise and worship. It's not just a formality. It is a powerful spiritual experience. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want us as a church to consider those parts very, very important. We don't come to church only to be present. We come to appropriate the power that is available. And one of the places where power is available it's when we are doing worship. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why we must come to church early. Come on time. Come. Don't miss the praise and worship. My preaching is nothing if it does not exalt God. The sermon may be nice. Yes, we'll go and work with it. But the worship also has an, a very important place. You cannot place one above the other. Lifting up God high is as important as listening to his word, even if not more important. But when you listen to his, after listening to his word, you do, you go to him, and your heart towards him is what will determine how far you can go. Your relationship with him, how you see him, and how you tell him, how your heart connects to him, that is worship. We need to worship God. 
Worship is not just a formality in church. No. I come on Fridays and so on, you are worshiping God, and people are not happy. Or, uh, people are not, they are waiting for us to pray. Very soon, I'll stop that in this church. What do you worship God? You throw everything to Him. You tell Him He is God, He's everything. You bow before Him in your heart. You may be standing, but you have bowed before Him in your heart. And He takes over and He will deal with the issues. Sometimes we don't even know what we need, we don't know what the issues are. We look at the surface and we begin, we have a long prayer list. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll make this analogy very often. I have two children, Pastor Do and Pastor Luis. And then every time Ado comes to me with a list, Daddy, I want this. I need this. Remember the last time, this, that, that, that. Maybe I'll give him. But when Luis comes to me, say, Daddy, thank you for yesterday. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for all you do for me. I'm grateful. You are a good man. You are great. I'm happy that you are my father. She, do you know what I'll say next? What do you want me to do for you? I'll do more. And some of us, you go to God with a list, your list, you give you your list. But when you just worship him, he'll do more than you can ask for. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. The power of God is made manifest when our heart is in a worship mood. And worship, as I'm talking about worship, I'm not talking about just coming to church and worshiping for 30 minutes and then we go. No. Every time your heart must be in a worship mood. Every time you must know that there is a God, you have a God and Father who cares about you, who is good, who has sustained you all this time. And you are in a worship mode, praising him, and not memory. The opposite of worship is memory. And many of us are memory, God, why? God, why? It is opposite of worship. And God, why doesn't provide answers. But thank you, Father. You are a good God. I'm privileged to be your child. 
And that thankfulness and worship is what you carry along every time. That will bring God down into your affairs. There's some, something fighting you. There's something holding you back. There's something standing against your prosperity. There's something standing against your progress, against your destiny, fighting your destiny. But I tell you this morning that the formula for you to get it is to worship God. Worship him in church. Worship him in your home. Worship him in your car. But worship him any time in your heart. And you see that those things will begin to break down. I see obstacles break down. I see hindrances going down in the name of Jesus. Because in the presence of God, when the light comes, the darkness cannot comprehend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nyadama kumede bia wo bia no ebo sori raze na tarika chenya nyinde irate eyekese meda waside menya waye mura no wusu enyam aye wote irkansa moti damche raze no ibo hu yakopon ni tumde orde zi wo wabrabom so penyin tira ohuda ntama pi abeya kwensizi wo bini wona brabom nansa afia obotum na weyi dama kwensizi oze fi ho onyida wo irinya osora kuma na sori raze abibia so hallelujah amen let me tell you another story if I quote from the Old Testament, you say, I didn't preach the gospel. Now, New Testament, Acts chapter 16, verse 25. Paul was an apostle, stubborn man. He went to preach somewhere. They arrested him, him and Silas, and they put them into prison. No, not the Silas, I mean. Now, Paul, or your Sumeni Kase, now, Oyobia, now, Kumayaka, and now, Kumaya, till when you pay him, may Raze, then to know Okrobiabika can't sempa, my watch, on Paul. Only Silas was on Kogufiazi. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 and 26. It says, About midnight, Paul and Silas, they put them in, they put them in stocks. They, they, they chained them, call it now, they chained them and put them into the inner prison. It means that there's outer prison and inner prison. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. When we pray, we must sing hymns. Hallelujah. I'm not against prayer at all. Very important. But when we pray, you must worship. Singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. This tells us that when we are singing and worshiping, so I'm doing it in my heart. When we come, we gather. Don't do it in your heart. Do it with your mouth. Hallelujah. Let others hear. And then suddenly, say suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains were unfastened. Hallelujah. They were praying and worshiping God, singing hymns unto God. They were worshiping the Lord, and the power of God became manifest. I don't know what chains you are in. I don't know what is holding you. And sometimes we are in chains, but we don't know. There's some chain on you, but you don't even know that that chain is on you. And you are going, but you are not going. You are going, but you are not going. You understand me? You are going, but you are not you are, you are going, but you are not going. In your mind and in your everything, you are doing every effort to go. But when you, you tend to say that, no, you are still where you are. Or you go small, you come back. You go and you come back. Maybe there's a chain, but your worship will break every chain. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. This morning, as you are hearing me, I see some chains break. And as we worship God, again, I see some chains break. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are, as you have this understanding and this knowledge, you see, it's the truth that you know that will set you free. If you didn't know this, you cannot be free. You cannot, be, you cannot apply it. But once that you know, and your spirit has heard it, and your mind knows it, now when you are worshiping God, you know. And the devil knows you know. I see him leaving you right now. Amen. I see him himself breaking the chains and going away. Amen. Because the force of God that is coming into your life through worship, the power of God that is going to be available to you through worship, is so tremendous that you'll be shocked where your life will be in a very short time. You'll be surprised how far God will raise you. How many steps he'll take you forward. Hallelujah. Paul Nasalas Wantibian Mortini was one of Koto Ifiazi Nipiatum. Now, Hosso was in Chihuma Eguana, you want to say. Now, one of them could be new. Why are you doing there? Or Bossori Razi, now I turn on you. Now, why are you damn natural? Send me the dust today. One now, what you want to do with Fiazi Wanamono? What say Azana worry? So, pray you say yesterday. Say yaba sonna, say yer sorry, Raja. Man kind of worry and wakume. Mofi when you won't pray. Nabinum so be do so one say or sorra is in me Razin. Now, Bible says, why are the man up here? Near Razinitum or Desu with Fiazi War, Menti. If you are not a Fapimiana or so, man, Chimuma, or Chichiwanansa, you want to know, Nina Sansani. Now, Damazi did us there, Sir Obibia, a big part in him there, in Chimuma Bitumo, Bissana in him. Now says, By ye, woe in Toye, that Bibiana was sorry, Raza. So, pray the camp of your son to Yabra Bodo there. Oh, that Daminci Humanara, or Saint Safianan, nor Saint Safianan Sasso. Now, or a castle there, Bimpa. Upon Sam Naraka Sauzi, the Mazin Gunsan, Nara, no Besan, the Mazin, no Yenukukaka Nara, where few Brim Nawako. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, and suddenly, when we worship God, the response is sudden. Just some recant in Profrimara, easy dances to say, Yes, sorry, Raza, in Tama Ossisino, Ossim Profrim. And he says, immediately, Honara. That shows the speed at which worship can. Generate power. And there was a great earthquake. These stories are written for our example. That earthquake that will cause you to be free, I command it to happen right now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But when the earthquake comes, sometimes you yourself will be afraid. But in the earthquake, oh yes, Lord, thank you. In the earthquake, that is your freedom. Thank you, Father, thank you. In the earthquake, it's your freedom. Though it may be an earthquake, it may be uncomfortable. You'll be like, what's happening? But by the time the earthquake is over, you are free. Amen. In the name of Jesus. 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 Amen. In the name of Hallelujah. Amen. Colossians 3.16. I, 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 I want us to do some worship before we go. So I must run up. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of God dwell. This is 
Paul writing to the Corinthians, let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your heart to God. Hallelujah. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another. We must be worshiping God at all the time. We must be thanking him. When I sing among people, when I sing, I stand beside you and I'm singing, you cannot sing because my whatever it is is some, some way. But I sing. When I'm in my room, I sing. I sing. I sing. Because when you sing, giving thanks to God, you bring his presence. Hallelujah. But in church, when we are worshiping God and everybody is singing, I also sing my own. I also sing, I sing unto the Lord. I'm not singing unto you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Once a always a <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Went to broadcasting house. At that time, you have to go to broadcasting to re do recording. 1960-something. I was short. When you're doing reality, I'm in front. There's no mic, so I was in front. But when we went to broadcasting house, they put me at the back. Because the mic was in front. They didn't want, <laughs> they didn't want me to mess up the recording. School, school choir. At least I tried to join. <laughs> <laughs> we don't worship God mainly because we, we, were, we are ignorant of the power of worship. Today we are not more ignorant. And the other thing is that we focus on our needs. When we come to God, we are, bring, we are bringing our needs to him. We are coming to tell him who we need. And that's all our focus. And that is a wrong way to come to God. We must enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. And he is caught with praise. We must be thankful unto him and praise his name. Psalm hot. Hundred. Hallelujah. Amen. And we don't worship God because we forget our past deliverance. Why are you alive? Why do, why do you think you are alive today? Because God delivered you. He has delivered you several times. Look at your life. 
Is it, aren't you better than the other person? But we forget the past deliverance, the, the goodness of God that has, he has done in the past. We forget it. And we are always focusing on what we want. We focus on what we want instead of what we have. Let us remember the great things he has done for us. And as we remember, we get energy from that. We get power from that. Our faith rises because of what he has done before. And we know once he has done it before, he will do it again. Hallelujah. So we worship him and thank him for what he has done before, knowing how great he is. And he will do it again. That's why the old singer said, When I remember what the Lord has done, I will never, I will go, never back go back anymore. I don't want to sing anymore. for you. Okay. And he said, Count your blessings, name them one by one. May we, count, may we count our blessings and name them one by one? As you count your blessings and name them one by one, you have a heart of worship. There may be issues that have not been resolved. There may be obstacles on your way. But take your mind off those ones and count your blessings. I, just, I don't know why I'm seeing Jericho. The, the God who talked talk to the Israelites say, I took you out of Egypt. I did this for you. I, did, I gave you food. I gave you manna in the desert. I, I healed your sicknesses. I dealt with the enemies. I, he reminds them, even though there are difficulties on the way, he always reminds them. That's how he wants us to remember he wants us to remember the things he has done for us. May you remember and worship God. Hallelujah. Amen. Put your hands together and stand up as we worship God. You changed my destiny with the awesome price you paid. Now I can say. Thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and on Facebook at Prosper Asamoah for more of these teachings. God bless you.